It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. <laughs> All right, that's Katy Perry. <laughs> I stepped on Katy Perry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's called the E.T. song. Today in Congress, and by the way, before I go to that, let me just uh, fill that um, that address out one more time. Dr. William Hubbard, H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Post Office Box 2111, Fitchburg, Mass, 01420. If any of you need that, send me an email and I can get it to you. Um, we raised several hundred dollars um, last hour, uh, just in that hour alone with him. There are at least um, eight of you out there who took the time to go to the fund, GoFundMe page, and I thank you very much uh, for that. Um, so today, Congress had hearings, um, uh, long-awaited hearings, on UFOs. As a matter of fact, those long-awaited hearings, we've been awaiting for them since 1969. That is more, well, that's 52 or 53 years, however you want to count it, uh, since the last hearing in Congress on UFOs. And there were a lot of interesting questions today. There was a uh, congressman from uh, Wisconsin. I mean, what, here's, here's the fundamental question. And and this is a question I think any of you can answer. The the question that I have is, do you feel that our government, our great United States government, has told us the truth about what they know about extraterrestrial visitors, UFOs, however you want to describe it, okay? Uh I don't feel they've leveled with us. I don't feel they leveled with us on the Kennedy assassination. I'm someone who has become more skeptical as I have gotten older. I will be honest with you. Maybe that comes from experience. But the question that that I have tonight is, have, have we been told everything? Now, again, um, I don't know why we wouldn't be told everything. I mean, if there have been no UFO, legitimate UFO sightings or crashes, we should know. So today, there were a couple of, again, I will use the word bureaucrat. I don't use that in a, um, in a mean sense. But, but these um, individuals acted like bureaucrats. A, um, there was a, a Department of Defense official. The names are not important because, frankly, you'll forget them in 20 minutes. But uh, Ronald Moultrie was the Department of Defense official. Uh, and then there was the Deputy Director of National Intelligence, Scott Bray. It appears to me that, frankly, they're not looking to answer questions. Uh, they're, they're looking to uh, say some words... But say some words that, that mean really nothing. 
so I want to play three sound bites. This is a congressman from um, uh, from Wisconsin. I believe his name is Mike Gallagher, uh, and he asks uh, three questions about a UFO sighting uh, that, and I'm not sure I'd never heard of this one that occurred near an Air Force base in Montana. Uh, it's called the um, Maelstrom uh, incident. Uh, he'll describe it, but in this incident, there was some sort of a vehicle which they believe, or some people believe, actually disabled some of our nuclear warheads. So we're going to play three sound bites. We'll, we'll, we'll take them slowly, and let's. I want to see what your impression of this as well. This is a member of the United States Congress asking a couple of individuals who work for the United States government. Okay, questions. Now later today, apparently they had another hearing which was not available to the public. That bothers me, to be really honest with you. I mean, I think we should we should know as much as we can about this and virtually everything. You know, our government, I think, should be honest with us. If you disagree, that's fine. So this is the first cut, Rob. This is cut number 85. It's also been reported uh, that there have been UAP observed uh, and interacting with and flying over sensitive military facilities, particularly and not just ranges, but uh, some facilities housing our strategic nuclear forces. Uh, one such incident allegedly occurred uh, uh, at Malmstrom Air Force Base, in which 10 of our nuclear ICBMs were rendered inoperable. At the same time, a glowing red orb was observed overhead. I'm not commenting on the accuracy of this. I'm simply asking you whether you're aware of it and whether you have any comment on the accuracy of that report. Let me pass that to Mr. Bray. If Looking at UAPs over the last three years. Uh, that data is not uh, within the holdings of the UAP task force. <laughs> By the way, an unidentified aerial phenomena. That is the new phrase, UAV. It's not UFOs. <laughs> it's an unidentified aerial phenomena. So Congressman Gallagher pressed these two bureaucrats in the next cut. Cut 86, Rob. Okay, but are you aware of the, the report or that the data exists somewhere uh, i have uh i have heard stories i have not seen the official data on that so you've just seen informal stories no official assessment that you've done or exists within dod that you're aware of uh, regarding the malmstrom incident uh, all i can speak to is you know what's within my cognizance the uap task force and we have not looked at that incident well they they are good at giving non-answers to questions. Uh, okay, so he's going to try one more time. He's getting a little frustrated here. I'm getting a little frustrated as well. Uh, so it, it, this is a very interesting exchange. Cut 87. Congress well, I, was, I mean, it's a pretty high-profile incident. Uh, I, I don't claim to be an expert on this, but that's out there in the ether. You're, you're the guys investigating it. I mean, if, who else is doing it? If something was officially brought to our attention, we would look at it. Uh, there are many things that are out there in the ether that aren't officially brought to our attention. So how would it have to be officially brought to your attention? I'm official. bringing it to your attention. Sure, so, this is pretty official. Sure. So we'll go back and take a look at it. But generally, there is some um, authoritative figure that says there is an incident that occurred. We'd like you to look at this. Uh, but in terms of just tracking what may be in the media that says that something occurred at this time, at this place, um, there are probably a, a lot of leads that we would have to follow up on. I don't think we have resources to do that right now. Well, I don't claim to be an authoritative figure, but for what it's worth, I would like you to look in, into it. And sure. if, if for no other reason, you could dismiss it and say this is not worth wasting resources on. Well um, so the, the point is that here we have members of the United States Congress 
asking, I assume they were smart enough to bring to the hearing the people who could answer questions or at least give them some guidance. Um, one article here out of Reuters, uh, I will quote for you, two senior U.S. defense intelligence officials said on Tuesday the Pentagon is committed to determining the origin of what it calls unidentified aerial phenomena, commonly termed UFOs, <laughs> but acknowledged many remain beyond the government's ability to explain. Well, that scares the hell out of me, because if it's beyond the government's ability to explain, then I think, Houston, we may have a problem. 617-254-1030-888-929-1030-617-931-1030. What do you think? Do you think the, well, first of all, do you, do you think there's someone else out there? Are other, there's other smart people, be, beings out there on UFOs or um, flying around uh, on unidentified aerial phenomena. It's been 50 years, 53 years since we had a congressional hearing. And today, it sounded to me like the people who were subpoenaed to come in and testify under oath, um, they, did, they did a great job not answering questions. And uh, do you think the government is leveling with us? That's my question. Whether you think that there's something out there or not. Um, Rob, let's let's um let's bump out here. Give them a little bit more um, uh, music going out as people reach for their phones. Six one seven two five four ten thirty triple eight nine two nine ten thirty. There's a song in cut twenty seven. It's Alien by Coldplay. We'll bump out. Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. So I think it's one of those questions that most of us think about from the time we're young children. You know, are we alone? I mean, by the time you turn eight or nine or ten, you're asking the questions. And I'm sure that <laughs> I don't know the answer, but you've you've seen all the stories uh, and you know, are we alone? Um, that's that's a question. And what bothered me today was that I wanted those members of Congress to um, to get some answers to some questions and be told, look, you know, um, we've we've looked at as many of these incidents as possible, and yet uh, we have not been able to confirm. Uh, the existence of of um, you know, someone coming here from some other location. I mean, I would assume that they could have made some definitive statement, uh, particularly I would think um, about uh, you know within our universe. I mean, it would be impossible, whatever. But it but they leave that open, and if indeed some of these. Um, you know, so-called um, unidentified aerial phenomenon, if they are some form of a military activity from a foreign government, I think we need to know about that. I think we can handle it. I mean, we know that the Russians are running around now with supersonic missiles, which they used in Ukraine. I don't know precisely the implications of all of that. Um, there, there must be some 
precise implications as to does that put us behind the you know i'd like our government to, to level with us and i don't care if it's a republican president democratic president level with us we can handle it let's go to Joni in pennsylvania Joni, do you think that we're alone or do you think there's other something else out there now i live in an area near near a place called chetsburg pa now we're Three familiar with pittsburgh it's chetsburg pa how do you spell that it's j-e-c-j-b-u-r Okay, fine. Okay, I was unfamiliar with that. You go right ahead. So, what do you, what have you seen, and what do you believe? Well, let me explain. In fifty-seven years ago, fifty-seven years ago, there was a mysterious crash that happened around here. Okay. And the police, the 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 military team, and chased everybody away. And Hmm. for fifty-seven years, people have still been trying to get answers about what happened. Yeah. That's the sort of thing that makes me suspicious. Why did, Why couldn't they tell us? Hey, it was nothing. It was a weather balloon, or what? It, you know, you know. Don't lie to us. Just tell that, us the truth. That was some. That was the. That was. I'm gonna say that was their. That's what they tried to lie. They've had, people have actually had to sue to get to, to get the answers. And they still don't have the answers. I'll bet. No, they don't. And there are other places that I've heard of where the same thing has happened in other countries. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's just something with the United States. I mean, if if the, I would love to know what percentage. I mean, if if ninety percent of the again, I'll call them UFOs or, or, or unexplained incidents, whatever phrase they want, happened. Uh, in the United States, I, that would push me in the direction that maybe the Russians or the Chinese were checking us out. But if, if as you suggest, there's there's an equal number of e- mysterious events in Asia and Africa and South America, and, that and would push Europe me in the too. other way. And Europe too. Of course, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd, I'd love to know: are these all spread out equally around the con- around the world? Or are they focused on us? So, Joni, thank you for getting us going. Interesting comments. Appreciate it. Have a great night. Good night. Uh, Let me go to um, Robert in Wellesley. I know Robert has a bit of a scientific background, so he might be a uh, have a have a very interesting perspective. Go right ahead, Robert. Oh, you're very kind, Dan. Uh, And uh, thanks for bringing up this topic. Thanks for clarifying those acronyms: UFO and and UAP. Is it UAP, I think, it's the other one, the modern one. Yeah, well, um, again, it's the, why why do they have to change it? Unidentified aerial phenomenon, a UAP. I mean, what, what does that mean? <laughs> um, well, anyway. Well, so, I, uh, I, my, I'm kind of a party pooper when it comes to this, <laughs> so you may not want to have me on too long. But uh, I, I No, that, I want to um, know what you think. I don't care what you think. I just want to know what you think. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, well, for one thing, I think that um, a UFO is an unidentified flying object, not necessarily a, um, a, a flying saucer. And I and I, I think if we <laughs> if we could if we could keep if we could keep that in in perspective, that would that might um, that that might provide some some clarity in some in some instances. So I, again, I thank you for explaining what those acronyms stood for. UAP sounds to be a, a little more uh, inclusive. Um, and I think that, you know, I think you're right, though, that there is sort of an effort to modernize things a little bit because wasn't there a, an Air Force Project Blue Book? I think that um, Life magazine had a 
had an had an article. Yeah, there was some conversation about that today. As a matter of fact, um, they uh, uh, this was a uh, matter of fact. I'm going to play this since you raised it. This is the same member of Congress from Wisconsin who seemed pretty bright guy. I think his name is Mike Gallagher. This is cut number 82. He's talking to this Department of Defense official, Ronald Moultrie, about exactly what you're referring to. 82, Rob. Could you describe any other initiatives that the DOD or DOD contractors have managed after Project Blue Book ended and prior to ATIP beginning? Did anything also predate Project Blue Book? So I, I, I can't speak to what may have predated uh, Project Blue Book. I mean, of course, there's Roswell and all these other things that people have talked about over the years. Um, I'm familiar with Blue Book. I'm familiar with, uh, with ATIP. Uh, I haven't seen other documented uh, studies that have been done by DOD in that regard. So you're not aware of anything in between Project Blue Book and ATIP? I'm not aware of anything that's uh, official that was done in between those two. Okay. hasn't been uh, brought to my attention. The government loves acronyms. ATIP stands for Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. And this guy's not aware of anything. He's a, he's a Department of Defense official who seems to be clueless. Um, and at least he's not given up any information. Um, I don't know what Project Blue Book was. Do you, uh, Robert? Oh, um, I think it was kind of a... Uh, um, it, this may be sound a little careless, but it's not, I think it was kind of a public relations uh, effort. Uh, and also, I wonder if I could mention that uh, you certainly recall Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. Yeah, 1939, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Which, which you, now, people have, the times have changed, but would you say that that was an example of how easily uh, the American public uh, could be thrown into into a panic um, uh, I think it's, I think times have changed, Robert. I, I really do. I think that uh, today, uh, if you had radio, I mean, there was no television back then, 1939. Uh, people were relying on radio. There were probably very few radio stations, particularly radio stations that had a national reach as, um, as Wilson Wells had. I, I don't think that's a problem. But I think the way you avoid that is tell the truth. Tell the truth to the American people. We can handle the truth. Simple as that. I want to know. That, I mean, it. I would like to know. That's all. I'd like to know. All right, Robert, I'm up my break, so i got to let you go. Thanks for joining us, as always. We'll talk soon, okay? Oh, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Right, uh, it's at 1030 here. We've got the news coming up. Um, we got a bunch of open lines. I'd love to know from you. You don't have to be a UFO expert. If you have some expertise, please share it. Um, we don't often talk about this, but when Congress has a... Uh, uh, sounded like a day-long hearing and is able to elicit as little information despite a great effort by this congressman from Wisconsin, it just sounds to me like the government has hired people who want to make sure they give no information to us, which is, in my opinion, humble as it is, crazy. 617-254-1030-888-929-1030. This is a topic upon which your opinion is just as valid as anyone else's. So feel free. Join the conversation. Coming back on Nightside. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's <laughs> news radio. By the way, just reading this Reuters piece today, which is sort of interesting, um, makes the point that in the... Um, since, 19, since 2004, so that's 18 years ago, um, 
the government has documented more than 140 cases of unidentified aerial phenomenon, okay? And apparently 80% of them of these unidentified aerial phenomenon instances it reviewed were recorded on multiple instruments. So that's kind of interesting. When out of the 140, 80%, which would be pretty darn close to like 115, recorded on multiple instruments, that's pretty good content. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Information. Um, they go on to say that um, th- one of the uh, witnesses, there are a small handful of cases in which we have more data than our analyst simply hasn't been able to fully pull together a picture of what happened. What the hell does that mean? There are a small handful of cases in which we have more data that our analyst simply hasn't, that our analysis simply hasn't been able to finally, to fully pull together a picture of what happened. So you have more data, but you you can't tell us what happened? Subcommittee Chairman Andre Carson, he's a Democrat, um, talked about the importance of taking um, UAPs, again, our favorite new word, unidentified aerial phenomenon, seriously. This is a good comment by Congressman Carson. UAPs are unexplained, it's true, but they're real. Carson said, raising concerns that Pentagon officials have previously focused on low-hanging fruit, cases that are relatively easy to explain while avoiding the ones that cannot be explained. Can we get some kinds of insurances that your analysts will follow the facts where they lead and assess all hypotheses? Carson asked Moultrie. Absolutely, Moultrie responded. We're open to all hypotheses. We're open to any conclusions that we may encounter. We're just not going to share them with you, I think is what he's really saying. The Navy task force involved in last year's report was replaced in November by a Pentagon group named the Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group. They can come up with names. They can come up with names. Let's keep going to the phones. Let's talk to Manny up in Gloucester. See what Manny thinks. Manny, are we alone? How are you, Manny? Cousin Cousin Manny Manny here. How are you? I'm laughing at you calling it low-hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. (laughs) Not my words. That's the Congress. I missed what you said there. I think there. most people know what low-hanging fruit means. No, I do. I appreciate, Rob. 
I appreciate having Robert on the phone. That was kind of cool. Okay, some contrast. But Robert would probably know 495 is 495 South, but 459 is stop zero degrees where nothing happened. So these UFOs really aren't real. Of course, there's life on other planets. And I'm not uh, going above my uh, confidential agreement, probably like Robert was doing, because I've seen some of my drawings on the Internet. And appreciate my talk in so short, because you know I have throat cancer. Wait, wait, wait a second. You, you said that you have some of your sketches on the Internet? And they were supposed to be secret at the time. Oh. So my drawings, my blueprints, my blueprints are online. So I, I look on the, uh, I'm not a fan of the internet. I'm not a fan of these uh, walkie-talkie phones there that Dick Tracy did. But anyways, I appreciate Robert. So let me ask you this, Manny, if I could. Was there a period of time, Manny, was there a period of time when you worked uh, for the federal government or worked in the military? Yes, sir. Okay. I explained that before. I'm not going to go too far because sometimes... No, they, I understand that. sign an agreement that No, no, I get it, man. When... when um, prosecutable in future. No, I get it. Claims. I get it. When, when did you leave the military, if I could ask? How long ago? Oh, that was 88. I was a Ronald Reagan fan. I told you I was on the aircraft carrier, John F. Kennedy. No, no, I get it. Yeah, I've been on that aircraft carrier, too, by the way. It's a beautiful ship. Beautiful baby. So, so you do some sketches of what things that you saw in the night sky, or you were asked to draw some sketches of no, something? No, no, that... I did a. There was a rocket launch system that we were doing off the back of a truck mm. from a company called uh, I don't I don't want to say it online, but no, don't, don't go ahead. I'll take your word for it. Go ahead. It, I see it on the internet. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Robert was talking about the four hundred and fifty nine degree club, which is the zero degree club where nothing happens with, if, if you say that the sun rose eight minutes ago, all right, how long, when, when the sun comes up, it actually rose eight minutes ago. Exactly. Well, it's right. 93 million miles away. Speed of light took, yeah, takes so eight minutes approximately for that, that sunbeam so to, what to we see come to the what Earth. we do and what we have today is at 459. We do know the fact, and Sagan said it, that there's life on other planets. Of course there's life elsewhere in this world but when you get into that it, and the masons were, were the masons were the closest that came to this when they talk about when jesus became christ he became part of the top of what we are today yeah i, I don't want to get I, you know many I'm, I'm hesitant to get away, to go down the religious if i was standing track. on the sun it would take me eight minutes to see you right right but if i was standing Halfway to the sun, it would take four minutes to see me. You're correct on that. And you'd still get a sunburn. So when you get into quantum physics and stuff, you start to talk about the 459 club, where quantum physics takes effect, and you have to say, sure, there's life elsewhere. But a UFO, you know what we do for some of our science? And like I said, I get a little mad that some of my drawings were online. Yeah, and they were supposed to be secret. At the I time. would be mad too. <laughs> they are ketchup bottle, and I worry about Elon. I hope he takes it easy because I don't want him putting ketchup bottles 
And I've been telling my family they're going to start sending ketchup bottles into space. When they try to go to Mars, it's going to be Why would they be sending bottle. ketchup bottles, Manny, into space? Because there's some of the steel there. When you hear steel outgas and charcoal is great for a filter, but when stuff starts to outgas and you hear it go off like popcorn, you know there's impurity in the metal. So the metal has to be kind of pure and stuff like that. We try to make good, beautiful stuff. I'm not going to get into politics. I, yeah, no, no, don't. And you know what? You've lost me on the science, Manny, so i got to get to other callers here. Thank you. Some, you've A fascinating call. I wish I could have followed it completely, but I didn't do well in science <laughs> in school. Thanks, Manny. Be well. I hope Be next well. time you hear from Robert, and if Robert is still listening, he can, listening, he can back me up. I'm sure he will. Thanks, Manny. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Paul. Have a great night, Manny. Have a great night. Okay, let's come back to Earth. Dave in Norwood. Dave, you're, you're next on Nightside. Well, Help me out, Dave. Uh, I don't think I can. I agree uh, close to 100% with the uh, previous caller. Um, yes, there are inhabited planets, lots of them. And uh, How do you know that? Yes, they have visited uh, our Earth. Let me, let me ask you the first question. First of all, when you say inhabited planets, we, we always hear, uh, think about you know, planets in our universe, and we, we think about you know, Pluto and Neptune and Jupiter and all the other ones, you know, the nine of them. But you're talking about planets far, far away, I assume, correct? Well, uh, yes, and yes, and yes. The planet, you know, like the planet of uh, Mars is inhabited, and there are planets around the uh, star cluster. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on, Dave, okay? Who is inhabiting Mars? Uh, beings. No, uh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Let me take this slow so I can get my hat or head around it, okay? Oh, I know. You think I'm, I'm, I'm woo-woo. No, that. no. I haven't um, said that yet. I haven't said that yet. But yeah, I know I that I know um, that there's I know that there's water on Mars, okay? I know that. We've been told that. So you think that there are living things. Now, do you mean like organisms or do you mean like living things who can think and beings, yeah. What? Sentient beings. Okay, so now I know what the word sentient means, um, and most of my audience understand that. So we're not talking about, like, insects here. We're talking about something that would be um, some way to com who could communicate with us, correct? That's right. Okay, so why haven't they done that? There is an agreement between uh, the uh, Federation of Planets, the people of... Uh, who, who inhabit that, and the creatures, reptilians, uh, actually, that uh, run the Earth and have done so for the last 5,000-odd years. Okay, now the more. reptilians, now you have gone over the edge on me here. Explain to me what you mean by the reptilians, because I know what reptiles are, okay? And there was, you know, a period of time when they, the, the reptiles ran, ran wild, but... The dinosaur age and all of that is over. What are you talking about? I just I'm curious when I ask you this. I'm asking an honest question. Yeah, uh, what I have to say in entirety is is so completely different from what we know conventionally that yeah. 
that that I, I I'm afraid uh, that uh, I just won't go there because okay. So, let, so I'll it. ask it to you this way. Uh, but I'm, I'm a good questioner. The I'll one ask thing you to, I would want to say. Wait a second. Let me finish my question, and then I'll give you. You'll have a chance to say what you want to say. Um, who do you rely upon? Um, what scientist or what individual do you rely upon for your beliefs? Uh, a number of channelers. A number of channelers? Yes. Okay. Can you identify a channeler who I would know? Well, the only one I've actually met is uh, a, a woman who used to live in this area by the, by the name of Roberta Grimes. Uh, she now, she and her husband now moved to uh, Texas, and uh, she comes up here every once in a while. Okay, fair enough. Okay, why don't you? I, I told you I'd give you a, a last chance to say what you want to say. Go right ahead. These people who are living on these planets are benevolent. They want to help us. Okay. They want us to increase our ability to love and be loved. Well, that's a very good thing. Dave, let me ask you one question, and please, I'm being totally candid with you, okay? You strike me as a very intelligent guy. I don't quite understand the level of our conversation here. It's probably my own inadequacy and not yours. Um, how old are you? I'm uh, 77. 77. Okay, you sound younger. Um, are you still oh, working or you retired? Uh, I've retired. What sort of work did you do, if I could ask? I was a uh, systems engineer. Okay. Well, thank you for answering those questions, and please thank you for listening. Have you ever called my show before? Um, I tried uh, once before, but what actually happened was that the the battery power and my phone uh, died. Yeah, that so can um, I had to I had to hang up before you got a chance to interview me. Well, we got you. We got you tonight. Your first time call of our studio audience, virtual studio. Give me a round of applause. Thank you for calling. Uh, again, I think I'm understanding a little bit what you said, but um, uh, you um, you have expressed yourself very, very well. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you, and thank you uh, have a good evening. You too. You too, sir. Okay. Um, good Goodbye, Dave. Thank you. Okay. Um, bring me back, folks. Bring me back to where we need to be here. Um, I... I didn't quite understand everything uh, with Dave. Um, I'm somewhat skeptical of what he said. Do I think that there are potentially um, other life forms out there? Yeah, in a place far, far, far away. Um, but I want to come back to these congressional hearings. Do you think the government, simple question, do you think the government has told us everything of which they know, meaning of what they are certain? I believe, I believe that the government has not and I'd love to know if you agree or disagree. 617-254-1030-888-929-1030. I think this is an interesting topic. Feel free to join the conversation. I got wide open lines. If we don't um, uh, continue at 11, then we'll do something else. But I would like to see if this topic and conversation could continue. I'm a fairly smart guy. I'm not the brightest guy in the in the room. There's probably smarter people out there than me listening tonight. Uh, and if you'd like to add to the conversation, feel free. I mean, I just had what I consider to be one of the most interesting conversations. Not that I necessarily understood it or believed it necessarily, but one of the most interesting conversations that I've ever had with Dave. You don't have to top that. You just got to tell me 
do you think our government has told us everything that 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 we need to know or do you think conversely they know stuff and they don't think we can handle it well i think we can handle it feel free to join the conversation you got all the numbers let's light the lines up coming back after this now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, I I think maybe some of you are intimidated. Uh, this is not a question of knowledge, because I think knowledge is impossible in this situation. Meaning definitive knowledge. I mean, we can you can tell me two and two is two. There's no question about that, okay? Um, this is your opinion. And my, my question is, particularly in view of how this congressional committee hearing went today, which I think it went poorly, in that there was not a lot of information exchanged. Now, there apparently was some executive session afterwards, but members of Congress um, you know, are, are not... They they fund all of these agencies. So normally Congress ha- should have, under our system, uh, I- incredible influence to to get people to come in and testify in front of them. And today, it appeared to me that Congress just didn't get the answers that they wanted. As a matter of fact, even Adam Schiff uh, was uh, asking the Deputy Director of National Intelligence, um, Scott Bray, uh, if a video that he was showing, well, let me play this soundbite. This is this is eighty one, and again, Adam Schiff trying to get a straight answer. And I'm not Adam Schiff's biggest fan, you know that. Um, trying to get a straight answer out of the deputy director of naval intelligence. Cut eighty one, Rob. Uh, in that area, uh, and as they fly by it, they take a video. You see a, um, it looks uh, reflective in this video, somewhat reflective, uh, and it quickly passes by. Uh, the cockpit of the uh, of the aircraft, and is this one of the phenomena that we can't explain? I do not have an explanation for what this this specific uh, uh, object is. Well, that's certainly a very forthcoming answer. I don't have an explanation. Um, I mean, <laughs> I think he could have said, "Yeah, we've looked at that, and we have no idea what the hell that is." And it it really bugs me that we don't know what it is because it could be something that. Um, that that has some nefarious designs on our country. Let me go to Joe in Kingston. Joe, thanks for calling. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, hi, Dan. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I was a skeptic for a while about these UFOs. I like to see proof, but I'm getting more concerned because it looks like there's some kind of a cover-up by the government. Well, Joe, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the same page uh, as you are, and what I've tried to do today by playing some of this soundbite is their answers are just unresponsive, consistently Completely. unresponsive. I mean, it's, what the hell, what kind of job do they have? <laughs> this is what they're supposed Other to... Other ob- ob- obfuscation. Yes, that great word, obfuscation. Couldn't agree yeah. with you more, Joe. <laughs> you and I sometimes disagree, but in this one, we are on the same page. We absolutely are. Yeah, and I don't know how to get. I don't know how to get an answer. You know, all these people run for president, and they tell us, "Oh, once I'm in office, I'm going to open up the Kennedy files, and I'm going to do this." And then nothing happens. I know. I know. <laughs> it's some of it is public um, 
I guess you could call it public relations. Well, but, it sounds like they have been trained how not to answer questions. I mean, if I say to you, hey, Joe, um, where'd you go to dinner Saturday night? Or did you watch the Red Sox game? Or whatever. Most of the time, normal people would say, yeah, I went here. Or, yeah, I watched the game. Of course I watched the game. Or I didn't watch the game. <laughs> you know, I know. They, exactly. they can't give a straight answer. What, what is what? What is this? I still call it obfuscation. It is obfuscation. It's, it's you picked the perfect of, word. Of getting around... Um, reality. Well, I don't know if they... If Whatever they just, reality is. No, well, it's just the answer the questions. That's all it comes down to. Joe, I want to get exactly. one more in here before the break. Exactly. I, I'm as befuddled as you are. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let me go to Paul in Braintree. Paul, I don't want to have to wait through the news. Go ahead. What's your thought on this? Is there, there life out there? What do you think about this performance today by these these bureaucrats in Washington? Well, I didn't see the performance, but as far as life out there, just by sheer numbers, there are billions of planets out there. Yep. I have to believe that there is something out there. Right. I tend to believe that, too. But these people are in the business of of identifying you know, what, what looks weird. And they just didn't want to answer questions today. And that really frosts me. I, they probably really don't know what they're looking at. But they should have the courage to say that. If you ask me a question, if you ask me what the capital of Slovakia is, I, can, I know what the capital of Slovakia is. It's Bratislava. But if you ask me the capital of a bunch of countries, Mongol, I wouldn't know. Simple as that. All right, Paul, I'll let you yeah. run. Thank you, man. Appreciate your call. Okay. All right, if you want to continue to talk about this, light the phone lines up. If not, we're going somewhere else. I think it's really interesting, but the response needs to be stronger. Join the conversation. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.